0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. And we are back. How are we doing? How are we feeling?
1: Um, you know. (laughs) Okay. No, no, I actually feel fine. I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. I've literally been in the house, as I was telling uh, Sal earlier.
0: I As everyone should be in the house in the everyone house I is have not out and about while these fucking cases are spiking, yes,
1: I ran a lot of errands yesterday, but all of my errands were like pick up only like sidewalk or like if I had okay. to go in like very, very minimal, so like
0: all right, like barely Well, you're not going contact. to like bars or no, like going casinos we do take what?
1: out. we do order in. I'm not going out. You will not see me out, and that's on period, so <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Yes, but I've just been in the house and I've been chilling. Really, nothing new. That's good. <laughs> I would you? say
0: same year. Nothing. Nothing really that new. Nothing noteworthy.
1: Well, Honestly, nice. I guess it's the shortest intro that we've <laughs> ever done.
0: I guess so too. Like we don't really have <laughs> any songs. Because we, um, we did our songs last. <laughs> Well, oh my God! Um, check out our playlist to listen to all the songs. No, I <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Wait, I have something to talk about. Be a I know how to say her name now.
1: Is that how you have- say it? Yes. Be a
0: I- Yes. Have you been listening to she came out with her o- whole entire album? No. It is so good. Go check it out. Everybody go check it out. I'm obsessed.
1: Oh, I will. Now I've been listening to a lot of 90s hip hop recently. Okay. Like, I've Fantastic. been discovering a lot of new artists. Like, yes. Black, I listen to 3LW, you know. Oh! The, to, <laughs> yes, the 3LW episode yes. is up and available for my other podcast, Does It Hold Up? Yes, thank you very much. Wait, you um, guys are doing that for an episode? Yes, that's one of the groups that we were, like, covering to see if, does it hold up? And didn't mm. hold up 3lw was a wild ride <laughs>
0: that it was but listen they had some bops no more
1: I was just like, why no did they give slaps. the girl with the list the part Keeley? promises <laughs> they knew listen, what they were doing remember they spectacular
0: heard it. the sex was spectacular like oh my she God, said i forgot
1: about that
0: Mess, mess, I can't be, mess, Listen,
1: mess. I can't be mad at Keely for, <laughs> she put in her bio on Instagram, go stream Cheetah Girls. No, really. I need the royalties.
0: <laughs> she is, uh, remember that live stream with Raven? Yes. Oh, oh my
1: God. That live stream honestly gave me the serotonin that I wasn't expecting to that day. Thank you. Thank you. Oh Everybody involved. Thank you. <laughs>
0: But I will have to check that episode out I'm intrigued to see what you guys have to say I guess that's a little teaser Or does it hold up? Yeah So yeah, I guess that's about it for the intro We're going to make it short and sweet But it's okay though because we have a lot to talk about Oh, we do? Yes, we do Oh, I'm excited Okay I am too Alrighty, so we're going to be back right after this
2: I'm Annie and you listening to and you're watching a podcast about all your fave kids media from the 2000s we're two bffs who also happen to be experts in 2000s pop culture every episode we start with the 411 letting you know all the hot gossip about the stars you still know and love and even the ones you forgot about want to know what the high school musical cast is doing now we've got you covered want to know about all the reboots and reunions happening with the casts of your favorite childhood tv shows we'll let you know in each episode we break down a different topic whether it's our favorite ships or Lindsay lohan movies we bring a fresh perspective to 2000s nostalgia we even bring on guests including real life former child stars if you love the golden era of kids media as much as we do subscribe to and you're watching your one-stop shop for humor friendship and 2000s pop culture thanks Thanks for listening. listening
0: And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it. We talk about all the juicy news and hot gossip. Now, have you, did you watch Saturday Night Live last night?
1: Of course not. You think I don't go to bed at 9 p.m.?
0: <laughs> I <laughs> typically do as well. I have not watched Saturday Night Live in a minute. I also minute. don't have I don't basic think...
1: cable apparently anymore.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Like, we don't even get ABC. Either way, it's
0: okay. <laughs> they put it all on YouTube the next day. I cannot oh, okay. tell you the last time I stayed up and watched Saturday Night Live, like, on purpose.
1: I can It was Harry's episode, November 2019.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. But anyway, Adele hosted Saturday Night Live this week. And... It was just so fun getting to see her again. She came back, and it was more so cutesy than funny. I thought it was going to be a lot funnier. Okay. I had high hopes. But um, we haven't seen her in like five years. I so know. She took her time. Good for her. She really did take her time. And she's looking so good. I'm not talking about her body. Just like she had a beat face. Her hair was looking great.
1: I was going to say her energy and some of the like... um like, preview clips that I saw, like, was very, very good.
0: Yes. I think it was just something that was so relaxed and just fun for her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't as serious as her music. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And also, she's sounding a little different. I don't know if anyone else noticed. Her voice Mm -hmm. is just sounding a bit darker, um, a little more richer, nothing bad, but, I mean, that's what happens when you haven't seen somebody in, like, five years. Exactly. Like, their
1: voice is going to change. Yeah.
0: And especially at her age, like, isn't it that, like, women's voices change in their, like, early 30s? Like,
1: That's a thing. That's definitely a thing. No, that is a thing. I've noticed a lot of my friends, their voices have also gotten deeper, too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that was just fun and exciting. I was like, "Oh, okay." And she sang a little bit. She, she was better. I need that album, Adele. I need it, <laughs> please. We all do. I have a feeling it's coming soon. Adele and Lord
1: leak it. Yes, I'm begging you.
0: And she didn't really throw any hints toward the new album. So,
1: I mean, I mean, her being when on does SNL she Is ever? a hint enough though? Like her exactly. being on SNL is a hint enough that it's yes. coming soon.
0: And then we had her perform. She's great. We love her. But, uh, yeah, overall, it was just a fun time. I love Adele. um, And I don't know. I enjoyed it. There was one sketch that was a little weird. Like, the best part of the episode last night, I don't know if anyone else can agree, was Maya Rudolph.
1: I was going to say it's probably Maya Rudolph.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, and she's not even a main actor on SNL anymore like she just comes back when she is incredible though she is so good but my whole thing is like half the half the new cast I didn't even know and uh, I'm just like it's not the same as it used to be which is a shame but I feel like at the same time you have to give people time to make their presence and do their thing so we'll I mean, but see also
1: they're recording this in quarantine so like they're probably doing the best with what they have
0: <laughs> that's true that's true it was a fun time go check it out it's, it's probably on youtube by now they have all the scenes and stuff so it was a good time i enjoyed it we love you adele we can't wait for this album and yes in other news, we have a bunch of music news. Ariana Grande released her single, Positions. Loved and it. her album is expected to come out at the end of this week. Thank God. So <laughs> what were your thoughts on... This is... Wait. For you to be, like, so excited about an Ariana Grande album?
1: I know. Okay. No. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Fitness Marshall has got me on an Ariana Grande kick because a lot of his dances to her songs are, like, really, really fun. Okay so i got really into some songs not really off of the sweetener album but more like thank you next yes so now i'm actually excited for an ari album and then i listened to positions and like it was a bop it was cute i like positions
0: was cute i think it's a good teaser for the album it's not like a crazy hit but it's just like nice to have on and
1: it's a cute vibe too
0: Exactly, and I think this album's going to be a little more sensual.
1: Oh, absolutely. Which
0: I feel like we haven't really gotten from her.
1: 34 plus 35? That's 69, my dude. I know. I saw the track list
0: and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, (laughs) I think we're going to have some like Karen shaking in their boots when their daughters are listening to this. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we've grown up with Ariana Grande, so that generation is kind of in that age group now i mean there might be well, new I mean, kids like younger, that start to listen yeah exactly. obviously but ariana grande came out when we were like in high school that yeah, was but like, she was when like she one like of debuted. the biggest
1: stars last year so i'm sure a lot of kids that's are true their it, it was
0: until now. now that she really blew up
1: exactly, exactly did
0: you see the music video by chance
1: i watched it i didn't i don't think i watched the full thing but i watched parts of it and it seemed really, really i thought cute. it was
0: cool yeah, no. I liked it, you know. The way that it she, flipped,
1: I was like, oh, this is fun. This is good CGI.
0: <laughs> there are all these TikToks now with that transition. It's so funny. <laughs> but um, I like the concept. Bunch of women, diverse Love women that. in the White House. Love that. You know, she was up in her bedroom without a single man in
1: sight. Nope. Why should there she be? She didn't need it.
0: I thought it was cute. I liked it with her dogs out in the yard, and I like the 1960s aesthetic. I think that's what they're going for with this album. So I'm excited. I think it just came out of left field. Like, she announced it the other week briefly on I know. Isn't this, Twitter, like, three now,
1: albums in three years?
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Jeez. I yeah, mean, yeah, if that's much, I mean clearly she seems like she's in control of her own music now.
0: Yes, for sure. So, like,
1: if she wants to release this many albums, girl, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I honestly do it. And now we have holiday music news. Tori <gasps> Kelly is no. teaming with oh Babyface okay. to release A Tori Kelly
1: Christmas. Shut the fuck up. I no, I shut the fuck so up. Excited. Can I pre order it? Is it available for pre order? When I mean, is it out? I, I, no, I need information immediately. Immediately. So it is going to
0: be released on October 30th. So oh, at perfect. the end of this week. But perfect. I am so happy that she's collaborating with Babyface. I feel like Babyface has, been, has produced so many phenomenal albums. Like, that's the producer you need to get with. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm not worried. Like, I'm not worried no. if this is going to be good or not. Like, I'm going to be eating full. It's going to
0: be so good.
1: Head empty, me relaxing by the fire. Stop! <laughs> oh my God! Especially Tori Kelly and Leslie Odom Jr.'s Christmas albums. Shut up! No, it's gonna be a good year.
0: You're not no. ready. Wait, we I'm we not. have another one. Another one. JoJo <gasps> is no. releasing no, you're a lying. Christmas EP <gasps> called December Baby. Thank
1: so, God! No, thank God! No, thank God! I... Thank God.
0: <laughs> It is all too much. It is so all-consuming. Wait, is she also I, releasing
1: hers on October 30th?
0: I'm not sure. I think so. Hopefully. Hopefully we oh, can get some bad. a chance to breathe. Oh, I no, don't know. It's going to be all too much at once. Oh, no, they my parents aren't are gonna be giving us the option. Oh, yeah. They aren't giving us the option of waiting until Thanksgiving. Absolutely Thank God. not.
1: Why should they? <laughs> we don't deserve it.
0: No, we do not. We do not. Oh so so I can't wait for these Christmas albums. Can't wait for Ariana Grande's album. There's just so much.
1: I'm so grateful. That,
0: I know, I know. It's like Christmas. This sounds so bad, but I was saying this the other day because Mariah Carey's been releasing things like every week pretty much. And mm-hmm. the world is so shitty right now. But at the same time, I'm like, every day's like Christmas. <laughs> Because we just get new albums all the time because people have been in quarantine for how many months and exactly. are finally like...
1: And they don't need to worry about like touring the song at yes, all. What tours? But
0: <laughs> I have to say it is not Christmas. There's a lot of shitty stuff going on in this world. Everyone Lots needs to stay stuff. safe. Stay inside. This, as much as you can. Yes. Oof. Things are spiking.
1: I will say I saw a really funny tweet that was like... It was talking about, you know, Adele's new album. Yes. And you know how people, there's like a trend right now where people are like betting like whose new album is going to like fight to be number one. I it's saw like Ariana, that because isn't like Adele. Drake and Miley yeah. Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So somebody was like, y'all know these pictures of Adele exist, right? And it's the pictures of her like getting out of the car and like clearly screaming on the phone oh my god i saw that yeah then like later it was like oh adele has to give like a hundred and something million to her husband and somebody was like now suddenly these pictures make sense i know that adele making this album
0: (laughs) it's gonna be the comeback of the century
1: Oh, listen, she's taking she's the number 1. She's already looking
0: spot. snatched and beautiful and went on SNL. If she drops this album, it's going to no one's going to be prepared. Oh my god. Nobody.
1: Oh my god. Rolling in the Deep and Set Fire to the Rain were just the preludes.
0: <laughs> don't sleep on 25. Do not sleep on 25.
1: I don't really listen to 25 that much.
0: Listen, that's what I said at first and then i sat with it well i and... think i just
1: never like listened to it all the way through i oh, think i just assumed f- yeah no because uh, i never like no. listened to the radio don't you so i don't even know what the assume... singles are from that album i only really know how to know. yeah
0: no go listen to 25 okay you better before she <laughs> releases this album Also, I just remembered that we were supposed to listen to Demi Lovato's ex lovers single that came out the other week and talk about it. Wait, did it come out? We're not doing that.
1: Oh, no, I completely forgot. Why should I remember that? Are you kidding me? You thought I was actually going to remember to do that? No, I
0: didn't. (laughs) That's why I said it.
1: (laughs) Wait, did it come out?
0: I guess so. I'm just thinking back to last week.
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's a
0: listen we have bigger fish to fry okay we have even bigger news that i don't think you're ready for so this is in like the scheme of movies and television first off oh my god there's so many comebacks also i'm just like all over the place excuse me i was telling lyndon My laptop's getting repaired at the moment, and I'm trying to do this on an iPad and read shit off my phone, and it's not not working. All right. So I don't think you're ready for the movie that's going to be coming back.
1: What do you mean back?
0: They're making a remake. Not a remake, but they're making, like, a third movie. Of? Sister Act.
2: No. You're lying. Yes. Yes. I am I'm so, so used
0: excited. I'm to giving Listen. and finally
1: I get to receive. Listen. Do we Sister know what Sister Act is, is the
0: only be? movie that I can say the second movie is just as good or even better than the first.
1: No, Cheetah Girls.
0: Okay, that too. Okay, yes. (laughs) Correction. But Sister Act is up there too. Like, the second movie is so good. So So good. good.
1: I think I actually prefer the second one over the first one, even though I do really enjoy the first one.
0: Yeah, but, oh my god. So... I've heard for years Whoopi talking to. She's been saying that she's been talking to Disney execs about bringing the movie back, and they're like, "No, nobody wants to see Sister Act. Nobody wants this." That's a lie. And now (laughs) I thank you. Who doesn't want to see
1: Sister Act? Are you kidding me?
0: Get out of here! And now they've announced that Sister Act three could come to theaters. What theaters? This is true. So hopefully, street, <laughs> don't say that because it's scheduled to come out in like 2022. So hopefully, it's like we'll have theaters open by then. But who knows at this rate?
1: Honestly, but who knows?
0: <laughs> I am so excited for this. Hopefully, we can get a lot of the original cast. I definitely want Whoopi. If Whoopi's not in the movie, don't even. It's not Sister Act.
1: Oh no, it's absolutely not.
0: No, it is not Sister Act.
1: But she might be um, like a guest appearance or something.
0: I don't want her as a guest. No, I want her as the main... No.
1: Listen, I'm going to take whatever I can get.
0: (laughs) I... No. No. No, 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 no. I want... Whoopi needs to carry this movie. Because who else? Who's going to fill her shoes?
1: You're right. Exactly.
0: And I will say... So I saw Sister Act on Broadway with The raven Simone, And she did a phenomenal job on Broadway... But if we're seeing this in movie form, we need Whoopi. I would love to see a Lauren Hill cameo. I don't need her as a main character, but maybe as like a mom yes. of sorts or something. Kathina Jimney, isn't that her name? I would love to see her as a cameo. Um, but I am so excited about this and I love Sister Act, so Oh, that's that, all that I have just to gave say. me a lot of I'm serotonin. looking forward to this. These, these
1: are this is good news.
0: <laughs> Another movie that is coming back. Do you want to take a guess? They're coming back for a third movie.
1: Is it? Okay, wait. There's so many. It's in that
0: like realm of like 2000s movies. 2000s. Mamma Mia? No, didn't that come out like two years ago? (laughs) legally Ooh. blonde
2: oh i knew about legally
1: blonde yep mm-hmm. that they're coming
0: out with the third movie in Thank may God. of 2022 apparently they had a little get together over zoom i didn't i didn't watch it did you watch it
1: no no I didn't yeah even no. Know is- <laughs> i heard about this announcement like months ago though that it was at least oh. in the talks
0: Well, I just heard about it now. Maybe they just confirmed it. I don't know. Mm. But, um, yeah, Legally Blonde 3 is scheduled to come out in May of 2022.
1: I actually have another one. I'm actually not 100% sure if this is true information or not, but if it's not true, who does it? (laughs) Allegedly. But, again, if it's not true, who does this hurt? Um, We're actually getting a third and fourth movie in this franchise, and that is... It is the after movie franchise. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what after is? Mm. It's only my favorite movie of twenty nineteen. Um. Essentially, after <laughs> was a Harry Styles fan fiction on Wattpad. There was three books. Each book was a hundred chapters. A fanfic
0: is turning into a movie.
1: Oh, it's already a movie. After. After two, A.K.A. After we collided, literally came out yesterday, and me and my sister are watching it the second we're done recording. Oh my god! Wait,
0: stop! You're telling me? Yes. A Harry Styles fanfic. Yes. Went into a dark Harry
1: Styles fanfiction. That's a specific genre of Harry Styles fanfiction, where Harry's like a bad boy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. Does
0: Harry like realize the connections? What do you mean? Like, does he know this is going on?
1: Yes, it's a full on movie. He has to know that this is going on.
0: Oh my God. He has to know.
1: It was like one of the most popular fan fictions on Wattpad. I don't read Wattpad. I am Archive of Our Own, AO3. If you know, (laughs) if you know. If you know, you know. I hate you. (laughs) But my little sister did read all three books and she read it and thought they were the greatest pieces (laughs) of literature she's ever read. And then she tried rereading it like. Four years later, and she was like, "This is absolutely the worst thing I've ever read." This woman wrote it while her husband was at war.
0: Jesus Christ! He was literally
1: deployed, and she wrote this book about I think at the time he was eighteen or nineteen year old. Harry being in college with this girl Tessa, and then she changed all the names and made it into a book, and then it got picked up for a movie series and I went to I went to the theaters opening weekend Sunday night 6 p.m. and there were 10 people in the theater oh boy this was one of the worst movies I've ever seen me and my friends we were literally out loud talking about how bad the movie was in the theater in the (laughs) theater And then, like, a supposed sex scene that wasn't even a sex scene. It was a lake scene. If you know, you know. And then Mm. a specific sex scene happened that was so bad that, like, when that happened, everybody in the theater was on the same page. And we were all talking out loud and bashing this movie in the theater opening weekend. And somehow we got not only a second one, but a confirmed third and fourth movie.
0: Well, now there's more to... Roast and talk about in the theater.
1: Oh, I'm giving a full movie review next week. <laughs> I cannot wait. I, cannot <laughs> I will be taking, wait. I will probably re watch it again by the next episode.
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: It's so bad. <clears throat> they changed Harry's name in it to Harden Scott. And then in the movie, they made, they like gave the guy fake tattoos that are very similar to Harry's.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Wow.
1: If anybody wants to watch a funny review of this movie, um, one of my favorite YouTubers, Kenny JD, she does bad movies in a beat every Saturday where she reviews terrible movies and she reviewed after. And Jesus. All Lord.
0: Oh, right. well, there you go. Wow. Now, so, yeah. <laughs> we have those movies that are coming out reboots, or I wouldn't say reboots, but new movies sequels? in the series, sequels, trilogies, you name it. But this is a comeback. Okay. And a comeback that I am so ready for and have been so wanting because I found myself being back home watching cable TV more often, Mm -hmm. which is weird for me. But all that plays on MTV anymore is ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. That stupid fucking show. That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's all it is. Why? Because they want to Punish us all. Okay. (laughs) I
2: I was gonna say they have all of
0: 16 pregnant. They have all of the Saturday morning team Awkward.
1: Y'all can replay Awkward. Me and my little sister were talking about Jersey Shore. Literally, I'm pretty sure she's downstairs watching it right now.
0: (laughs) The Hills, please. Ooh.
1: Okay, I've had a Lauren Conrad resurgence. I have been watching a lot of videos of The Hills on YouTube recently.
0: Yeah, as you should, as you should. But MTV Cribs. Mm -hmm. Is coming back. No. Burn it all down. (laughs) What? Eat the
1: rich. Eat the rich. I don't want to see what's in your house.
0: Listen. It is fun for the nostalgia.
1: That's fair. You know what? I really want them to bring back.
0: What's that? My super sweet 16.
1: (laughs) I used to love that show.
0: And yes, that show was so Good. So good.
1: They have to bring that back. They have they to, to bring, bring that, that back. back.
0: <laughs> but MTV Cribs is coming back. We'll see Caitlyn Jenner, JoJo Siwa, oh my God. Kevin McHale, um, Steflon Don, and more. But it's making its return in the UK. Mm? They haven't said... Whether or not it's coming to the states, or wait, it actually does say the show is scheduled to premiere in the United States in 2021. So sometime next year we'll be getting it. But I think the UK is getting it
1: first. Jokes on them anyway, because I don't have cable.
0: <laughs> That's true, but hopefully they put it on YouTube. They put everything oh, on probably. YouTube anymore, and I'm so grateful.
1: I know. But Bravo remember, does the same just thing.
0: like the old school, like Missy Elliott. Oh yeah. Patty Labelle showing her crab. Who else? Lil' Romeo they had on the one. They did.
1: They had Mariah. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: Well, Mariah's is iconic. I feel like that's the most, like, legendary.
1: It is.
0: (laughs) When she's, like, going around her freaking penthouse in New York that looks like a... It's bigger than any of the mansions that they've ever shown.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But then did you ever hear about how JoJo... Not JoJo Siwa. JoJo, the singer, JoJo. (laughs) Her MTV Cribs was fake. Apparently, there were several, but she was one of them. Which is kind of sad because apparently her mom and her were living like out of hotels at the time. But um they like set up this like house and everything for her to show off and it wasn't even hers.
1: Why would they make do that, though? Like, what's the point of that?
0: I mean, ratings. People want to watch it.
1: Yeah, but like you can find other people. Like, there's so many rich people. That is true. That was like so unnecessary.
0: Yeah, and they probably didn't pay her extremely well so it was like i don't know but yeah that was kind of shitty a shitty thing that they did so hopefully these are legit hopefully we're not seeing fake houses
1: but um i mean everything no you know what else they need to bring back that was absolutely Hmm. fake but i ate it up
0: parental control
1: if you know you know oh my god
2: stop
0: (laughs) oh my god that's what they need to bring back that was a good one. Or wait, what was the like documentary series where they would follow a different person? It was like true life.
1: True life, yep. Mm-hmm. They
0: need to bring that back. That was good. And they would that follow like high school kids and shit. But yeah, that's all the comeback news. Anything you want to add on that before we continue? No. <laughs> Alright. Did you hear about the Shonda Rhimes debacle? You know. And yeah, she leave? So she's leaving ABC
1: uh-huh. for
0: Netflix. But in a recent interview, she became very candid with The Hollywood Reporter on why she left. I don't think this was the sole reason. I think there were a ton of back and forth, whether in terms of the shows she was coming up with, she said she was very overworked and there were just a lot of different cooks in the kitchen, if you will, if that makes sense. Yeah, because she had like
1: four shows running out one time. Mm. That's exhausting for anybody. Exactly. Four, let alone one? hmm No.
0: So I think this is what is the straw that broke the camel's back. She was talking about how she had been given all-inclusive passes to Disneyland because of ABC is the parent company of Disney. Mm-hmm. And one day she had negotiated for a second pass to give to her nanny. And on the day that her family had planned to attend the theme park, Shonda realized her sister would need one as well. So, Shonda wasn't going to Disney that day, and she learned that the passes weren't interchangeable. And she said getting a pass for her sister became a huge headache.
1: It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Why can't she get another pass?
0: Yeah. So, after several back and forths, her sister was eventually given a pass. However, once they arrived to the park, only one pass worked what yes and shonda was like oh well i'm a high-ranking you know executive with the company um but apparently that wasn't enough and she called them up and they were like yeah no we're not letting you in and <laughs> what
1: this she is said so stupid. immediately what? after
0: that she dialed her lawyer and urged that they find a way to get her to netflix
1: are you serious <laughs> no you have to be joking this can't be it no you, this you're is lying what she said you're lying wait yes. are you serious
0: so like the whole reason First why of all, the, i don't think all the whole the disney reason. side that
1: was so d- dumb like if i was a kid working at disney i'd be like take the freaking pass i don't care <laughs> yeah, i know but also right? i was envisioning dorney park not disney like wait Walt. What? <laughs> Because that's the amusement park I've been to the most. I've only ever been to Disney once in my life. So my mind immediately was like, okay, you're at Dorney Park. You're at Dorney Park. You ask park for right a now. pass and they say no. How dare they? Dorney Park? And you're going to deny me a pass? <laughs>
0: But Shonda was so fucking bent out of (laughs) shape over this whole Disney debacle that she said, you know what? I'm packing up my things and we're leaving.
1: But that's the thing. Like, how bad must it have been for her at Disney that, like, this was the the event that she's like, absolutely (laughs) not? We are cutting all ties. We are jumping ship completely. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if every person in this story just avoided, like, one thing. I know. She'd still be at ABC. <laughs> also, it pisses
0: me off because I'm like, okay, Shonda, like, just pay for another pass. You can clearly afford it. I They're was going to say, you like, how, many like, how much is for a pass free? at Disney?
1: Because I'm pretty sure I had an unlimited pass at Disney and I was on Medicaid at the time. Like, yeah, how so, much is a pass <laughs> at Disney but I just
0: thought this was funny what? because this is so fucking petty and just... <laughs> because ABC made a shit ton of money off of Shonda Rhimes. I mean, Scandal... How to get away with murder?
1: Yes, but at the same time, all that money is also in her bank account. So, like, if she would have just paid or if, like, Disney had just oh, I given know. her a free pass, she would still be... They lost so much money by her leaving. What? Just
0: fucking pissing her off. She was like, see ya, I'm done.
1: That is so funny. So does that mean, like, <laughs> the shows that she started have to stop? Or are they going to, like, still do them without her? Like, I know Scandal's done, How to Get Away with Murder's done. Grey's Anatomy, I think, is still going. Question mark. Yeah, that's still
0: going. So I don't know what the deal is with that. And I know there Um, was another
1: one, but I forget already. Yeah,
0: so she's moved on to Netflix. Apparently, she has a documentary about Debbie Allen coming out, and um, she's coming out with a new drama at the end of this year. So there are already new Netflix series in the works, which is exciting. Um, But yeah, I think there were a lot of other things that led up to this moment at ABC.
1: That was such a stupid but this ordeal is so to leave funny. for.
0: <laughs> she said, nope, not today.
1: Like an unlimited pass cannot be anything more than like a grand. Yeah. Like, come on. If what? you didn't. Oh my God. This is so funny. This... Hey everyone. For this next story, we wanted to put a trigger warning because the topic surrounds suicide. So if you do not want to listen to this next story, we will put in the description notes of this episode the exact timestamps of this specific story so that you have the ability to skip over it if you do not wish to listen to it. Thanks.
0: In other news, this is a little more sad. So you know how Tamar Braxton had her suicide attempt?
1: I didn't know it was a suicide attempt.
0: Oh yeah, a couple, I would say maybe a month back.
1: Cuz I remember Tamar... seeing stuff about like one of her sisters being like just keep our family in your prayers, but you know, people speculating it was a suicide attempt, but no one like, I at least at the time that I saw the news, no one had confirmed yet.
0: Yeah, so it was definitely a suicide attempt. Mm. And at the time she was rus- rushed to a hospital and she's doing well now. She's, you know, hanging in there. Um but we know that they have Braxton Family Values on WeTV, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They're her family's reality show. And they just released the first trailer for season seven. Okay. And the trailers are already... And we know that Tamar left the show. Do you know about this? I did. Yeah, so she left the show. She really wanted them to just stop mentioning her name to begin with Mm -hmm. before all this happened because they were just completely just... Beating her down Mm -hmm. And um Apparently they finally let her out of her Contract before the season Then this happened and the trailer Comes out and her family's already Talking right off the bat about her suicide Attempt and Tamar went out on twitter And She said the following After waking up to that disgusting Trailer fuck we tv And whomever else Participating for using my pain for their Pleasure and ratings At some point, this abuse has to stop. And P.S., I'm not filming for this season. They are doing this while I'm not on the show. I think this is really fucked up. I think it's really fucked up that her family is using her complete, utter rock bottom of a moment in her life for ratings and money. And I think that's just the lowest of low. The fact that it's her family that's... And I'm sure they were, you know, urged by producers to talk about it. And, I mean, that's what producers do. But at the same time, like, you could
1: always still say, like, no and, like, talk about other things. Exactly. And then if they choose to cut your contract, they choose to cut your contract.
0: But I don't even know what their contract's like. You know, who knows if they're you know, really tied into this network that they can't get out. But either yeah, way, but most it's just... shows
1: when like a family <clears throat> member leaves the show, most of the time they don't talk about it. Like I used to way back. Well, in this the is T V. Well, yeah, I don't know about TV, but like I know way back in the day when I used to still watch like Chrisley Knows Best, one of the children was on one season and then they weren't on another season. And mm-hmm. they mentioned <clears throat> them again, maybe once in the show at the point, in which I just stopped watching. Um, but they like never mentioned him again. Yeah, which I was like okay, that's fair cuz I know I think he was going through some like addiction problems and stuff like yeah. that. And even a couple other reality shows that I've watched were like if somebody leaves, they just never mention that person again. So the fact that in this one she's using left, this for ratings. They're u- exactly. They're still using her as a plot line is disgusting.
0: Exactly. I I mean, I'm not surprised from WeTV because I feel like they're like the lowest of the low in terms of like reality TV. I don't either. I never
1: had cable that good to be able to have WeTV on our channels. We were poor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've just always seen trailers for things and it's like D, like I wouldn't even say D list. I would say like Z list celebrities. (laughs) Are on there, like you have like John from John and k plus eight like what's that like marriage boot camp show that's just so over the top and just oh yeah, I know that one so it doesn't surprise me coming from that network, but this is really shitty, like this woman like had a serious suicide attempt you're you're like messing with someone's life Literally. at this point, like that's not, and it's shitty, especially coming from her family, so yeah, I don't know, thoughts out to Tamar, that's just really fucked and Yeah, don't tune into that. Let's make sure that their ratings go down. Yeah, we'll not be watching that. this isn't cool.
1: And I hope that she's surrounded with people that respect her boundaries.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. All right, so our final story, this isn't really celebrity related, but we know Pope Francis came out and said that. Yes, he did. Mm
1: -hmm. He said, and I
0: quote, homosexuals have a right to be a part of the family. They're children of God and have a right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out or made miserable because of it. And people are going nuts because he's alluding to the fact that, you know, people should instill a civil union law Mm -hmm. for people that are gay. And I like wanted to be excited about this and like, I grew up Catholic, so I was like, okay, this is cool. This is an awesome step. I saw a lot of people on Facebook that were very excited and a lot of people that felt like they were finally being welcomed into the church. But I think it's important to note that like, this one man isn't really being backed up by the rest of the church. I've seen (laughs) so many people... I mean, they had protesters outside the Vatican the other day that were like, "Pope Francis, please clarify what you were saying because (laughs) they're taking." It's kind of funny because they're like,
1: "Oh, "Oh, maybe he
0: like just like
1: misspoke, like this isn't really it."
0: (laughs) Which is why are you so mad? So freaking funny! I know. Just
1: let men kiss.
0: Like it's uh, that's fine. all it is no one
2: cares and
0: it's weird because it has nothing to do with the church like no one's like okay we're gonna have like weddings within the church like no there should just be a civil law instituted in whatever state or country you're in that allows for this to happen and we should respect it that's yeah. all it is like it's because... just a little
1: smoochy smooch like why are you so mad <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that Literally. big
0: of a deal um <laughs> but it's just, I've been wary about it Because I've just been seeing a lot of people Coming out against this A lot of old school Catholic people being like Oh, shame on this Like, This cannot be And my whole thing is like, listen If you're going to come After this There are so many other things Within the church that need to be So many about. other things Are we, we going to talk about list. so? Are we going to talk about how The Catholic Church was given aid from the government only a few months ago in light of this pandemic. Whatever happened to the separation of church and state? And let's not fail to mention the millions of dollars of debt that they were in due to all of the lawsuits that they had going on in terms of, I'm just going to leave that blank, a lot of bad and disgusting behavior within the church. And now they're in millions of dollars of debt because of that. So next time you're putting your little dollar bill into your collection plate, think about where that's going. And I think there are a lot of bigger things to worry about than a simple statement from the head of your church. And also, I just think it's funny that, I don't know, I get it's the Pope and it's a big deal, but Mm -hmm. it's like, why is this one man's opinion like such a eye-opening thing you know what i'm saying exactly <laughs> i'm like all right no i like... get
1: exactly what you're saying like that all these people every other day they'll be blind like they when when the pope said you know what all dogs go to heaven white people said yes uh, literally this is what we wanted this is what we needed this man we will follow blindly because he is right and now the pope is like hey yo if two consenting men wanna let them and they're like no
0: people have lost their minds i think that's the funniest part the funniest part is seeing people go nuts because it's like all right come on relax
1: but then at the same time like when you read the bible like the bible literally like never talks about homosexuality like the bible maybe talks about homosexuality less than the bible talks about like makeup and clothes and like jewelry uh, why did everyone said this one
0: this one this is it yeah this This is is the
1: one Were too many women becoming lesbians and you couldn't have children and then you got mad? Was that it? Let me know. Let (laughs) me know.
0: (laughs) Anyways, I just want, that was a big thing going on in the world that I just wanted to talk about that I thought was relevant.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know there were protests happening. I only heard that the Pope said that and I was like, hell yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, same. And then I saw that and I was like, oh my God, are people for real right now? Like he didn't misspeak like,
2: like i think right. he was
0: pretty dead straight on what he was saying and yeah. this pope has been pretty radical in terms of his mindsets in relation to the I've church itself that,
1: yeah in comparison and, to other popes yeah yeah
0: because other popes have just been like sitting on their asses doing absolutely nothing i hate to say it but it's the truth um and but also he's what like, can
1: they do That's true. But this,
0: (laughs) I've noticed that like Pope Francis has been just like very engaged with the people and even like people in like third world countries. He like hasn't been afraid to, you know, they're usually held up on some pedestal. But this man's like really gone out Out there and like face to face with the people and are like, I don't care. I'm not some like magnificent. Apparently, I remember reading that even with his garments, he's very simple. He's not showy. And mm. I think that's most important. Like, I, I don't understand why this person is held up on this pedestal and given all this glitz and glam when they're supposed to be some, isn't humility such like a big vow that they take? You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly.
1: So. But that's another thing too. Like who picks the Pope? Like how? Cardinals. Like why is he the first one? Who are the People cardinals? The church. How do you become a cardinal? So
0: it goes like priest, okay, bishop, cardinal. Maybe there's something between bishop and cardinal. Um, but like,
1: what do you do as like a bishop and cardinal? Like what? <laughs> so like, like bishops.
0: So priests run the ch- individual churches. <laughs> this is all my Catholic school teaching for you. I was going to say you better run know this. The individual <laughs> churches. Bishops okay. run like. So, there's a bishop that runs the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. So, all the churches within Philadelphia.
1: Okay, but then like, the- what if like the bishop says to do something and the churches say no? Like, what happens then? Is there like a law?
0: <laughs> I'm not <learning> so much. <laughs> I, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about this. This is about celebrities and pop Sorry. culture. Sorry. So, no, it's okay. <laughs> I just don't feel like getting into this. We have bigger fish to fry with this book. But, um, That's all I have to say about the Hot Topics. Do you have anything else?
1: No, that's it. Okay.
0: We were just getting – I always have, like, trigger warnings from Catholic school. So much PTSD just came back. So we're going to end that there. And um, we're going to be back after this with tittering tweets, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tittering Tweets. I can't believe we actually kept this name. <laughs> I love so, it. Me too. So today's tweet, very short segment, I'm assuming. It's by at Sarah L U G O R. I think it's Lugor. Um, they said dancing with white girls at parties is fun. Like, go ahead, Tori Vega. The rehearsing paid off. Thank you.
0: Listen. <laughs> White girls think they're doing something else at these parties, playing these Ariana Grande album cuts. I... What? <laughs> <laughs> you know they go to their Ariana Grande they album do. cuts. No,
1: you put on some Ari and they're losing their minds. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> going on? If it's one thing a white woman will do, it's stan Ariana Grande. Whew. Absolutely.
0: Every time. I mean... But is it like the party vibe though? Like no,
1: <laughs> to you.
0: Stop. Knock to it you. off. No, we <laughs> need some Kesha. Give me some, Katy Perry, Lady okay. Gaga, Alejandro. We we'll have to have some Gaga. Um, Whenever there's else? like
1: white men at a party, Mister Brightside. Period. No further questions. Stop. <laughs> stop. I'm getting trigger warnings. I cannot.
0: I have to, like, divert. I have to, like, that is, like, the moment of the party where I'm, like, somewhere else. I have to go outside. No, oh no, I that's am That's the moment outside. of the
1: party where I run back inside and I start jumping around. Like, I'm at so, out of house show no, in someone's no, not basement from Mr. in Philadelphia. Brightside. No. Yes. Yes, sir. No.
0: Yes, that sir. is the moment where I need to go get some fresh air and then I just hear people through the windows screaming. No, I immediately
1: become a Caucasian man. That's me. I am one now. <laughs> we are <God>. as one.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: I don't know why I love that song so much.
0: So you much. I really do.
1: Oh, man, that's it for Tittering Tweets.
0: all right this episode was really weird so bear with us we were all over the place but um yeah we're gonna take a break after this and get into the meaning of mariah carey we're gonna do our part two of wayward child so hopefully you've been reading and yeah i'm excited Hi everyone, before we get into our discussion about the meaning of Mariah Carey, we want to provide a disclaimer as there are some topics discussed that may be triggering to some listeners. In this segment, topics such as racial discrimination, suicide, substance abuse, and child abuse will be discussed. If any of these topics are triggering to you, we advise that you listen at your own discretion no matter what traumatic events you've gone through in your life, we hear you, we understand you, and we are with you. You are not alone. And we are back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our book nook. Hello, nookies. Um, I'm calling you that even though Lyndon doesn't want me to because I like it. So. I instantly frowned. <laughs> uh, let's all nookie and talk about the meaning of Mariah Carey you finished part two of wayward child this is so weird for me because i have been waiting for you to catch up because i've been listening to the audiobook with it
1: oh and okay
0: i finished wayward child like two weeks ago so it's been a oh i know you're very I've, ahead of me <laughs> oh like i finished that in two seconds which is fine because you're reading like a normal person i'm like <laughs> religiously listening to it so i'm like Oh, okay, now we need to talk about this But it's good Because I've had a moment to sit with it And process my thoughts So what, do you have any initial thoughts Before we dive in?
2: Um Oh, it's too long of a pause, no (laughs) Okay,
1: alright I have things I want to talk about But I figure that you probably already have them on your list Based off of just sheer, like overview of the notes that i've seen had
0: <laughs> me creating a spark notes guide to the meaning of my me like so quite everywhere.
1: literally you have so that's why i said yes. no because i'm assuming that everything i could possibly want to talk about you already have written down
0: <laughs> i do so <laughs> let's start with patricia so we have the chapter called light of my life and mariah talks about how her mother used to always say you've always been the light of my life and she goes on to say i wanted to make her proud i respected her as a singer and a working mother i loved her deeply and like most kids i wanted her to be a safe place for me above all i desperately wanted to believe her Mm. but then we come across this dichotomy where she doesn't feel safe she doesn't feel protected and um we see this over and over again. We see this theme mm-hmm. of neglect. So I think it's important to just start with Patric- Patricia's backstory, right? So we find out that she grew up in Springfield, Illinois in the 1940s. White. You know, this was a hot spot for institutional racism, or I even says, you know, KKK members were had, you know, government ranking positions. roles in government. <laughs> Her father died when she was young. And I thought this was, I mean, I feel like we've known this is a thing through history, but it's just crazy that, I mean, I'm just like, do people have anything better to do? Because she talks about how even within her own Irish Catholic family, Patricia felt like an outsider because of the color of her
1: hair. Yeah. Like, what? What?
0: And she was talking about how, you know, she didn't have blue eyes or light hair and she was othered based on that. And like, I'm like, That's
1: so stupid. Why? It's
0: no one so cares. stupid. I'm like, What did people have nothing better to do back then? Like, it's just like, oh, uh, anyways. Clearly. Yeah, clearly, obviously. So we go to this moment where she moves to New York. She goes to Juilliard, is very successful, very bohemian, mm-hmm. dating a bunch of men that her mother would most certainly not approve of.
1: Nope.
0: Um, not just because they're black. Walt Mariah goes on to say, you know, these men were either, you know, Italian or Hispanic, but black. That was at, you know, the bottom of the totem pole you know what I'm saying It was yeah. like that was not even I mean not
1: also the even... way that Mariah makes it a point to point out that The men that her mother dated were mostly black Yes And how even Mariah isn't sure If it's just because she just Like coincidentally happened to get along With well, many black yes. men or if she like Purposely sought them out Yes And I'm like hmm sounds familiar <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
0: uh Kardashians much anyways um <coughs> but yeah she comes that comes into question it's like did my mom just do this as a form of rebellion against her own family and their beliefs in a way to um, prove a point because it got to the point where she couldn't even she didn't know how to raise mixed kids nor did she even make the attempt to learn how to properly raise kids. And there was a comment that stood out for me the moment I read it and stayed with me while reading the rest of the book. And Mariah talks about how her mother used to order her coffee black like her men. Yep. And she used to say this very often in front of Mariah and her nephew. And Mariah even said that is what led into the discussion of You know, she doesn't remember her parents necessarily being romantic, nor did her mother really, you know, reminisce even after they were divorced about, you know, loving times that they had together. So it was like, what was the point of this marriage?
1: Exactly. And also, too, like, the fact that that comment rubbed her the wrong way, like, that comment in and of itself, a lot of people like to make jokes like that. But that is, like, straight up fetishization. I definitely did not say that correctly.
0: No, it is. But that's what it
1: is, point blank.
0: We go on to see, so like I mentioned earlier, this just theme of neglect and also comments. We see comments like Mm -hmm. the coffee. And then we also see there's a moment where Mariah is in the car with her mom. And it's funny to see this juxtaposition of her in the car with her mom versus her dad. Because when she was with her dad, they would sing fun songs, have a fun time, laugh and giggle. But then when she was with her mom, we have this scene of where Somebody's Watching Me by Michael Jackson is playing on the radio mm-hmm. and her mother was an opera singer so she starts to sing along in her operatic tone and Mariah at 12 years old starts to laugh and she says no wait you're doing it wrong that's that's not how you sing it because Mariah's already picking up on the R&B nuances within Michael Jackson's voice And how those stylings are different. You know, you start to see her musicality start to come through. And her mom says, because Mariah even says there was like a brief moment where she was like met with complete disdain. And her mom goes, you should wish you could be half the singer I am one day.
1: And the fact that in that simple sentence, she immediately became competition to her mother. Mm -hmm. and how that in and of itself messed her up till now she even admitted that she's not even sure if she's actually officially over that whole thing
0: and she even says she said you know i don't even know if my mother was serious or not you know she could have been joking but either way those few misguided words left a mark and that is so real like there are so many things from my childhood or whatever that stick with me. No matter what the intentions were, those words, your words matter.
1: And it's just, and also that aspect of like suddenly your mother, like having to think of your family as competition and how that shapes your whole childhood and how that could also like deter your self-confidence when you're like, oh damn, I constantly have to be fighting for my self-worth. That's not fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she even said then, she was like, in that moment, I realized that I'm not a part of this family. Like, there's a divide here. Yeah. Going back into the neglect. So we see it. There was one point, I don't know if you picked up on this, where she was talking about how she was learning to play the piano. And her teacher kept saying, don't use your ear. You need to learn The music for what it is You can't just be, you know Using your ear to pick up on the sounds And trying to fake your way through playing piano You need to sight read And after that, Mariah just got sick and tired And was like, I'm not doing this anymore And Patricia never really encouraged her To stick with it there was no sense of discipline Within the household there was no structure She was just left Alone literally she talks about So many instances where she's Left in the house at night By herself alone This goes this follows through Into a theme of her hair Mm. She has a whole chapter Dedicated to her hair where she Talks about how her hair was Often left matted Entangled and not kept to. And even at the time, we're talking about the 1970s, it was like, here's the black girl aisle and here's the white girl aisle. Yeah. Like, this is what you're talking about. They make it
1: very distinct of a difference whenever I go to the store. And I don't know how I feel about it, but yes, very distinct difference.
0: And even now, I feel like we're starting slowly to see, you know, mixed complexions i mean with fenty obviously it's not necessarily hair care but with makeup and beauty mixed people are coming in
1: but yeah but it's also still the idea of salons because i have one of my mixed friends she literally is like yeah i can't go to a salon whenever i cut my hair because they don't know like how to properly cut it because it's so Mm -hmm. curly but it's not like 4c curl like she has tight curls but they're not super tight that like it's kind of familiar whether it's like Mm -hmm. one end of the spectrum of the other. So there's still growth, but yeah, it's, and being in the middle, like that's very alienating.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And she was talking about how, you know, she would see that herbal essence commercial. She always wanted that, you know, shampoo and conditioner to just give her, Seamless locks that she said, you know, her mother always had that she envied Mm. and we have this moment again So going back to the theme of people outside of her family who see mariah and notice her we have this beach trip with her mom her brother and her brother's friend Mm -hmm. and I don't it was just weird how it happened. I I feel like this would just be an awkward interaction But in the moment, I guess it wasn't for little mariah but They're driving in the car and Morgan's friend just starts combing out Mariah's hair and combing out all the tangles and whatnot. And Mariah just goes into utter candy land. Like she is just, she's (laughs) on the beach wind blowing in her hair. She's feeling so free and beautiful. And before you know it, here comes the neglect that's sneaking back up on her. She's feeling glamorous. Somebody who is not even that close with her in her own life finally noticed her and saw her for what she was. And she goes into the ocean and she starts to drown. Yep. And she's just left there.
1: And no her one even brother
0: notices. and her mother are just completely somewhere else and don't even she comes back crying, they don't even sympathize, nothing.
1: But it didn't matter because her hair at nope. least still didn't have any knots. Like, what?
0: <laughs> I hate to laugh, but it's just, like, insane. Like, we see this repetition of just sheer neglect. Yeah. Like, just not caring for your children, whether black, white, whatever. The, the girl drowned. You know what I'm and saying? Like, like,
1: oh, ho, ho. like, she was still very young, too. How old was yes. she in this scene?
0: I think she was maybe, like, 10.
1: Okay, I thought she was like six when I was reading it, so maybe my time. Maybe
0: younger. Up, who knows? I was because I, I remember. Either I think way. She was
1: young enough that I was like, no, you should still be like on the lookout if that child's in the ocean. Like, I would not. <laughs> you like, should be like
0: away. on a leash. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know those like child leashes? <laughs> that's a whole different discussion. I don't really support them, but I was just joking about <laughs> it. Like, yes,
1: they are a mess. But that's They really thing, are a too. mess. Like, How messed up was Mariah's hair that this random person was sitting next to her and even was like, ooh, hold on, let me me get my comb real quick. Like, what?
0: I know. And Mariah flat out says she says, I felt dirty. Like, she just felt grimy. Like, day to day. And it's just really upsetting and just... I don't know where this stems from with her mother, maybe because of her own parents' neglect and not really having a stable family.
1: It also could just be from that lack of fully understanding that your children are half black. And so that's also going to come with different features. Yes. And like different types of care that's not going to match up directly with yours.
0: Yes. Yes. And I think it's a mix of both. I think that comes in with our hair and just raising biracial children, especially in such a heated time in our nation's history, as well as just the neglect of a kid drowning in the water or leaving them home alone. She didn't have her par- Her father died when she was young. Her mother clearly had very obscure views. So I think it was a mix of both that really led up to her parenting, which I mean, as you mentioned, she was trying over and over again. She sang with Pavarotti. She got a letter from um, Leontine Price, like these extremely world-renowned opera singers Huge who name. her mother looked up to. And her mother still, will, there's a scene later on in the book that we'll get to where her mother just completely embarrasses the hell out of her at one of these, you know, very prestigious events. And... um yeah, it's just a shame, especially coming from a parent. Yeah. This level of neglect really does have...
1: Lifetime it does effects.
0: <laughs> yes. Quite
1: literal lifetime effects. Don't have a kid unless you're prepared to.
0: Oof, amen to that. And I guess going off of that, we are going to go into Allison. So we have this chapter called Dandelion. Mm-hmm. And Mariah compares her sister Allison to a dandelion. Because, you know, the legend goes that... If you blow on the flower, all the pieces will float into the air and scatter around. Um, But then they can also be very, you know, menacing and be poisonous. I'm not, I don't have a green thumb, so I don't know how that works. But I was going to
1: say, I'm pretty sure a dandelion is a weed plant. Is it? I think it is.
0: Either way, they (laughs) look very pretty at face value, but they can be very detrimental in the long run. She goes on to just give us a history of her family. Before she was born with her parents, you know, her siblings didn't have it easy. There were two biracial kids. Their mother had to walk out the door first. The father was behind them. They were even told to call their parents mother and father to seem more upper class and yeah. more well-versed. And so many things happened to them that were so triggering. I mean, what their dog was poisoned. Oh, Jesus. Um, their car was blown up. Yep. Like, just completely... I couldn't even imagine the trauma that went on. So we meet Allison, and we're told that she's very bright, a good student. And then suddenly she becomes pregnant at 15. I found this interesting to see the comparison of the two parents in this moment because Patricia wanted her to have an abortion, Mm -hmm. and Alfred wanted her to get married. I think that just spoke volumes about the parents. And I think it isn't surprising based on what we've found out.
1: Oh, no. And also, too, like, being raised by two people with, like, very contrasting ideals as a child is so confusing. Mm. And it makes it so hard in, like, the long term in terms of, like, decision-making and, like, trusting your instinct because your instinct might be telling you two different things that you have these two completely different viewpoints in your head.
0: Exactly. And... There's this moment she she is pregnant and her boyfriend is stationed in the Philippines. Yeah, wasn't her so she decides like 20?
1: And she was 15. I 15? think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's another issue yeah. with the whole situation. Um so she moves over to the Philippines and hearing the audiobook it was very emotional because you could hear Mariah getting very choked up because she uh-huh. even says This was the point when she came back, she was not the same. Something happened. She was like, I don't know what happened, but my sister did not come back the same because she comes back, I think, I don't know, a few years after, I think five years after. And there's just this slew of terrible decision making, to say the least. Yeah. She's seen with countless men, some in their 60s, and one of which Mariah is taken to and drugged with Valium yep. at the age of 12.
1: Valium? Like, what? Yeah.
0: And God knows what happened when she was asleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And then... We have the moment where she offers her cocaine in the car, and Mariah refused. And she even said, Thank God I refused, because who would have known what that would have led to later on? But
1: also, she was so young when she offered her cocaine, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that's and the girl's so 12 young.
0: years old. And we have this theme of grooming that she, she's clearly doing. You know, she's. Yeah. Being a quote-unquote good sister, going shopping with her for makeup and bras and having her do her hair and taking her out with her boyfriends, going to the movies. She talks about John, and who is a pimp, let's yep. just be honest, and she's taken out with John and Allison a lot, and they give her juicy juice. That's what she clearly remembers. Again, grooming her. And as a child, Mariah doesn't know. She's like what? like, what am I supposed to think? And she just talks about how she would go over John's house and meet all these other women who were prostitutes. They were of all different ages. And Mariah was, just thought that they were her friends, you know, and as an innocent child. Yeah. And she's given a landline by her sister, a beeper this is the most upsetting part to me because she was talking about how she would go to school the next day and wish that she could just be a normal seventh grader. You know what I'm saying? She was like, why can't I just be like the other kids who go to bed at nine o'clock and my sister is not calling me at 12 AM with another suicide attempt that I have to talk her out of. Yeah. Like what?
1: And I think, and this whole thing is like, because I'm very pro sex worker. If you if you want to be a sex worker, go ahead, do your thing. Yes, good for you. But but it's it's one thing to be a sex worker. It's another thing to as an adult. Try, yes, it's another thing to literally drug your little sister and emotionally manipulate her to bring. I mean, her this is child like, abuse. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely child abuse. But in order to you know help bring her into this lifestyle at twelve years old. And then at 12 years old, having to make the decision to completely cut off your older sister because you recognize that she's literally drugging you and trying to pimp you out.
0: At 12 years old, like, how do you process that?
1: (sighs) That whole chapter, I... I didn't write anything down, only because there was so much It's just a lot
0: to take in.
1: There was... It's just so much that you're, like, you can't... I guess it's hard to, you know, obviously... Grasp. Yeah, grasp or really jump to any conclusions or really, like, sit and dissect it unless you've, like, gone through it. Lived it. it. And it's, I think, especially for this chapter, because it's just so hurtful to even read that these things can happen, let alone that they all did happen specifically to Mariah. Mm And you kind of just have to sit and, like, just take it in. And, like, try... to somehow like move forward or like make the world a better place, knowing that this is a possibility. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: This stuff, this stuff does happen. Yeah. And, oh, my God. And I guess going back to this theme again of people outside of her circle who see her and notice her, you know, God speaking through people, we have this moment mm-hmm. where John takes picks Mariah up and her sister isn't in the car. And Mariah's giving us her viewpoints as a 12 year old, like, where's my sister? Where's our juicy juice? Like, what, where are we going? Why aren't we going to the movies? Where are we going? And I mean, that in its itself is like, so, ah, it shakes you to your core because you're like, this is a kid, like all these thoughts going through her mind, like she doesn't know any better. Like, I used to be scared
1: just being in, like, my cousin's parents' car, even though, like, my cousins are there, and it was just like, ah, this is a different place, I'm not used to being in a different car. Let alone being in a car with this dude that you already don't trust, and your sister was supposed to be in there, and he's taking you to two places, and your sister is nowhere to be found.
0: So he takes her to this drive-in, and starts, you know, moving his hand over, goes in to kiss her and Mariah notices a man out the window in another car, an elderly man. And she even says, she said, I can see his face to this day. Like she, oh my God. And I guess John took note and instantly left and dropped her off. And that was that. But again, signs from God. People there who kind of saved her out of that situation, almost, because who knows what that man would have done if that those actions continued at that drive-in. Wow. And um, that was just another moment of people who see her and recognize the abuse that she's going through and notice it. It's
1: got ratchet. Absolutely, got ratchet.
0: <gasps> God bless you <laughs> uh, To me <laughs> um, I just say God bless you to me So overall at the end of the chapter I, I want to read what Mariah says Because I think it's very Telling She says, through the years, both my sister and brother have put me on the chopping block, sold lies to any gossip rag or trashy website that would buy or listen. They have attacked me for decades. But when I was 12 years old, my sister drugged me with Valium, offered me a pinky nail full of cocaine, inflicted me with third degree burns, and tried to sell me out to a pimp. Something in me was arrested by all that trauma. That is why I often say I am eternally 12. I am still struggling through that time. And I think that was the most... (sighs) We've heard her say for years, oh, I'm eternally 12. Like she says, I'm eternally 12, darling. Like she goes on that rant like as a joke because she uses it as a coping mechanism. And to find out that all these traumatic events are what has forced her to have to use this line as something to cope with it all. Yeah. It's just ugh. It's it was just eye-opening to be like, I have a lot of respect for you for saying you are eternally 12. And then finally, we have this moment where she goes to the sleepover in yep. Southampton. And these girls in eighth grade. Tell her, "Oh, we're going to have the sleepover at my vacation house. Make sure to come." So they literally pack up, drive hours away.
1: Hours away. I can't literally imagine hours being in away. this situation of being hours away from home. Like, what do you do? And I can they get to gulp the house every time you take a sip. I think it's really funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, people say I'm a loud drinker. People like drag me for it, but I don't no, care. No, I just
1: figured that the mic was like near your neck or something. And that's what I was Oh, it is it not.
0: I'm just a loud gulper. <laughs> You know I love the drama <laughs> even when I'm drinking water.
1: You're right. You do. You do.
0: So she is taken to this house in South She's taken to this house in Southampton. And she talks about how the girls are going into a separate room at one point and she's getting all excited because she's like 13 years old and she's like, "Oh, are they going to, you know, pull something out of the liquor cabinet? Like, is this are we going to be drinking? What are mm-hmm. we going to be doing?" And they corner her and start chanting the N-word over and over and over. And luckily, one of the girls finally speaks up and is like, all right, we need to stop. But she says this, and this was very sad. They had planned it. They fooled me into thinking they actually liked me. They lured me hours away from home. They isolated me. They trapped me. Then they betrayed me. I exploded into hysterical tears. I was disoriented and terrified, and I thought that maybe if I held on and just kept crying, surely a grown-up would come and stop the assault. But no one came. And um, we don't really know what happened after Mariah kind of blacked out. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. Um, Jesus like
2: And how I can't you even imagine that Hours yeah.
0: away
1: from home Like there's mm-hmm. and being 13 like there's no way for you to get home And it's a
2: sleepover And that's like the first event
0: And I thought it was just even more Gut-wrenching that she was like Okay maybe if I keep crying someone will help Someone will help me out here But like nothing she was like no Like not even the adults in this case. And, um, oh, it was just, I think that out of all the instances she's encountered with racism is one of the most triggering just because she was lured. She was yeah. literally, there was an intent behind this. And at such a young age to experience something like that, I it's mean,
1: absolutely disgusting. There's no oh. other word for it. And for like those little girls to have racism so far ingrained in them that they were able to hatch up this plan absolutely disgusting
0: so then she goes on to say years later when she first releases vision of love she kind of has this you know fuck you moment where she goes back to the house and she pulls up And it's this whole thing of the dad's like, oh, look, Long Island's whatever has become a star or whatever. And then that same girl is like, oh, my God, Mariah, I loved your song. This and that trying to kiss her ass. Mm -hmm. Mariah says the mutt blank bitch who lived in the shabby house across the street had become a star. But she kind of took ownership in that moment. Of being like, look at all that you did to me and look what I came up from. Took myself out of that scenario and made of myself. So.
1: It's heart wrenching. She was so young when all of these events occurred in part one. So young. And now part two, I read the first chapter. Lord, that's gonna be a ride. <laughs> did you read it? No, I read like the prelude to the first chapter. Okay, okay. Part two. Yes. So I know the main subject of part two. Yes, yes, I yes. But I haven't yes, read yes, it yes. yet. And already I'm like. Oof! If there's a prelude,
2: Whew.
0: girl, and we see a lot of these patterns from her childhood move into her adult life, and they yeah. still are relevant. And Ugh, it is just a life that I mean, uh, even just going to the age of thirteen, she already lived such a life. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like
1: the fact that she like made it as a star, and now it's like trapped in this marriage. At the same time.
0: I'm just sitting here nodding my head. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Yep.
1: Yep. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying.
0: There are a lot of more lighthearted moments that we'll get into in the next chapters and a lot of inspirational moments of her pulling herself out from her bootstraps and really coming from nothing and making this career and success for herself so we're going to be getting to some inspirational moments that i'm very excited about but i hope you enjoyed this has been our part one of wayward child um do you have any final thoughts
2: um no
1: drink a seltzer drink or a drink with just bubbles in it treat yourself a
0: little bubbly treat yourself Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for this little wacky episode. We were a little wacky this episode. We were kind of all over the place. It was a mess, but it's fine because we're (laughs) we're always a mess. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, make sure to read Sing Sing for next week, and um, we'll see you next episode.
2: Bye.